Welcome back to another episode of the Let's Level Up podcast. I'm your host, Rick Perez. I know my energy's all off today. I was sick yesterday, and that's never fun. Yeah, I had the worst, like, stomach ache slash headache um, that I've had in a while. It actually made me not able to speak coherently. Everything was just kind of all jumbled yesterday, and that was not a great time, to be honest with you. But it's Valentine's Day today. Tomorrow. You're hearing this tomorrow, so it's not Valentine's Day today. But when I'm recording this, it is Valentine's Day. I hope you guys had a great Valentine's, is what I'm saying. Whether you celebrated by yourself, with your pets, with your family, with that special someone, hope it was awesome. And I mean that. Everybody needs to have a great time on every day, um, but especially holidays. And I use that, I use the proverbial air quotes there because, I don't know, Valentine's Day's. Come on, you know? It's not a real holiday. It's not like it's my birthday. (laughs) Uh, Just another consumer capitalist holiday uh, made to move superficial quality quantities of products we don't need. But then again, most everything is, right? When you really cut down to the core, most everything is. Um... I'm not an anti-capitalist. Um, I'm getting there, but I'm not yet. Uh, yeah. Anyway, before I get on a weird <laughs> before I get on a weird tangent, thanks so much for the awesome feedback on the show. I appreciate it, and I appreciate you. Uh, we should get back to a guest next week. I've got a couple feelers out there, and um, it should be pretty awesome, uh, depending on who we can land. Um Yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, This episode, we're going to be talking about primarily two things. Two of my favorite things in the whole world. Those in the wrestling world know that this weekend is the Elimination Chamber. So we're going to go through, give you my picks and thoughts on that card. Um, But first, and I guess before we get into my first topic, my first real topic, I should say, please, subscribe. Everywhere, superscribe on everything on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let's level up.net has all that information. Rate and review the show on iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Tell all your friends that helps us out. The more that you can spread the, the word of this show, the better. You know, if you want to, if you don't want to, then don't do it. Um, yeah, hit us up on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash let's level up and uh, consider backing us there. Um, you know, we are making slow, slow progress there, uh, but I appreciate everyone who has donated thus far and uh, hope to have some exclusive content there for you very soon. Um, so now on to our first topic, Keyforge. Did I tell you, did I tell you all that I am the, the Keyforge champion of this area. I will say this. I'm the Keyforge champion of the world. I think that's what it means. I won a regional tournament. Uh, which means I'm the best in the world at what I do. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? A little Chris Jericho for you. Um, I love Keyforge. It is it is a perfect tournament game. It's a perfect sealed game. And it just... Um, my favorite card game to come around in a long time. The last card game, and it's really not even a card game, that I can remember being this obsessed about was Mage Wars. And Mage Wars is more of a miniatures game at its core um, with cards instead of miniatures. Like a war game. Um, Keyforge is just amazing. It scratches every itch I have in that particular um, 
um, style of game and uh, so much more. And they just announced this week we've got our first expansion coming. Keyforge the Age of Ascension, which sounds so metal and so brobnar and so awesome. Uh, I can't wait for Age of Ascension. I can't wait for more cards. Get this. 206. Excuse me, 204 new cards. Brand new cards. 204 of them in this set. Joining the first 166 cards so in the first set we only had 166 cards and there's so much variations from the decks i've seen played you're gonna add 204 more bringing the entirety of the pool of cards to 370 now i'm, I'm still a little confused on what's going to be working and what's not i think only certain cards from the first set are going to be used within this new set I don't think, maybe it is possible, but I don't think it's possible to get an Age of Ascension deck that is comprised only of first-gen cards. Um, although, I don't know, it may be. There may be like a 1 in 7 trillion chance that that happens. I, I surely hope the algorithm is there. Because um, that would be funny. to, to, to get. Imagine going to your FLGS, they have one copy of... <laughs> Of the new Keyforge set, and you get it, and it's all cards from Call, <laughs> Call of the Archons. That would be so sad. That'd be the world's smallest, saddest violin playing for you. Uh, but it may be worth money. Who knows? It could be a horseman deck. You could eBay it for a million dollars. Who knows? Um, uh, they're releasing this new set the same way they did the first, hopefully in more quantities at first. There are over 600,000 uh, Keyforge decks that have been registered on the app uh, so far. 600,000 of them over. Yeah, 10 bucks a pop. You know, you can do the math there. Um, really awesome stats uh, for a game that doesn't seem to be going anywhere anytime soon, which is super, super cool. Um, yeah, I love it. It's just so fun. If you haven't played Keyforge yet, go to your friendly local game store or go to the Crucible online and um, check it Check it out. It's a great game. We've got content on our YouTube channel. You can see us playing and, and teaching the game there. Um, we're going to be doing more play sessions there. Um, I've been it's, been it's been hard finding time to do everything that we're wanting to do right now. Um, and honestly, I've been a little lazy, maybe not lazy, but a little selfish in playing games more than I've been producing content lately, which I've really been loving. Um but you know it happens. I think you go through, you go through spurts, uh, especially when you're one of the smaller guys like myself. Um, yeah, new set coming. Let's look at some of the cards. Uh, I guess before we do that, let me finish my my point I was making. Uh, you'll be able to get the two player starter set or individual decks or of course display cases if you're one of those. I saw, I saw today that there's somebody who was complaining about, and I don't know if it's a joke or not. I hope it's a joke, but they're complaining about their friendly local game store not having enough quantity, but they have they themselves have sixty plus decks. That's six hundred dollars worth of KeyForge that they bought, and who knows? They probably didn't buy it from their local game store. All that stuff they probably got it online somewhere. Uh, but I mean, almost everybody instantly was like, "Why don't you sell some of those decks to the people in your gaming group that need them?" Uh, or the people in your friendly local game store that may need them, because there's no way anybody needs 60 decks of Keyforge. 
Um, and there's no way you're playing all 60 of those decks. It's just, it just doesn't work out that way. Um, so I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, so supplies may be limited here. Get going to you wherever you shop. Get your pre-order in now to make sure you get what you need. Um, if you already purchased the the, the two-player starter set, the new one does have a couple new things. Um, it'll come with two new teaching decks and two um, two sealed decks. There, um, you'll get all of the same components as you did before in terms of keys, damage tokens, and amber. There are new stun tokens and power tokens which are kind of cool um, and there are play mats uh, foldable play mats um, uh, for each player which will kind of help teach the game I think uh, which is neat um, the, you know, honestly the tokens are kind of cool I don't know if I need another two player set so I'll probably save that for somebody else um, but I don't know not having the tokens may bother me <laughs> I don't know uh, the stun tokens specifically look really neat I like those um, and of course the standard decks for $10 a piece, uh, which is really neat. Um, there are a couple of new things here, new cards specifically that we've seen so far, some spoilers from the set. Um, there is a keyword called alpha, uh, and alpha means that you have to play it as the first card in your play step. It's got to be what you lead off with. And then there's also an omega uh, keyword Omega means that after you play this card, it will end your step three, your play cards phase. Um, so Alpha and Omega are new things. There are also there's a card um, that allows you to give chains to creatures. Uh, excuse me, give chains to an opponent, which is really interesting. Um, I, I don't know in terms of control that, that that's, that's going to be very cool to see what kind of what kind of deck synergy there i wonder if there will be cards that allow you to lose chains um which may be which may be neat as well i don't know we'll see um the thought of stacking somebody up with with dozens of chains sounds really neat and basically forcing them to play with a much smaller hand um every turn uh it could be very cool um, you know, and I guess it just depends on what's what's going on. So lots of really cool cards, a lot of cool Mars cards that I saw um, that let you do neat things. There's a Mars card I saw that lets you um, that forces the enemy to capture uh, one amber for every friendly Mars creature you have and disperse it amongst their their creatures. Um, and it's just it's just neat because then you could basically kill those creatures and take that amber. So it could be a potential massive steal for you, depending on how your deck looks and what your board presence currently looks like. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just the thought of getting 204 more cards. You know, 40 40 more cards than we had in the first set is 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 kind of blowing my mind right now. I thought we'd get 120. Um, yeah, I thought we'd get about 75 percent. You know of what we had total card wise um, with this, but man, um, it feels like they're going all in and adding a lot of different opportunities for us. Uh, no new houses or anything like that to worry about. Um, although I, I do imagine that's going to be, uh, you know, that will be something that's inevitable down the road. And nothing I saw yet that um, that has anything to do with the color of key that you forge. Um, 
which which I'm actually surprised we didn't see that so far. But again, I've only seen about a dozen cards from the new set so far, so I don't know. If you guys have seen anything different, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, at Let's Level Up, and let's talk about it. Are you excited for Age of Ascension? Because I am. I'm blown away by this idea. I'm blown away by this game. It's the best card game right now. I, I, I don't know. What do the guys on the internet say? Fight me. Keyforge is the best card game. Fight me. I think anybody who's ever said that probably has never been in an actual fight. That's my guess. I don't know. There's probably some UFC guy out there right now listening. And they're like, oh yeah, I'll fight you, dude. I fight all the time. I fight professionally, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now, guys. This whole show has started off the rails, and we're just continuing to careen off the rails through the woods. Um, let's switch gears a minute. Um, let's talk wrestling. Uh, so our last wrestling theme show was for the Royal Rumble. Um, Royal Rumble was very, very good. Um, specifically the women's rumble was just amazing. It was just, just absolutely incredible. Um, I actually love the Finn and Brock match. I wish Finn would have won. I hate the fact that right now he's he's contesting for the Intercontinental Championship. I really hope he doesn't get that because, honestly, it needs to be him and Rollins for the Universal Championship. It needs to be. It, it, it just, come on already, for goodness sakes. Let's go through the card. Let's talk about some of this. We actually have history-making moments, uh, at least one are going to happen at at this Elimination Chamber. This is one for the books, so to speak. Uh, but we're going to start with the um, <laughs> with my least favorite match, just looking at it on paper. Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin in a no-DQ match. Um, honestly, I don't know. I hope these guys surprise me. Baron Corbin's good. Braun is good. I just, I'm so sick of Braun. You know, I've, I've had the rant on here before. I don't care what happens on this match. I hope uh, Baron Corbin beats Braun. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, but I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm done with Braun. I'm done with the huge guys. Just it's just they're not. It's so boring to see them. I would much rather see, you know, a light heavyweight. Um, you know, some guy that's 220, 230 get in there than a, than a 300-plus pound dude. Just my opinion. I know. I know that's probably not the majority of people, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, we have Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. This is a handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. I didn't realize this was a handicap match. Huh. I hope Finn loses. I don't want to see him relegated to a mid card title. Um, I don't. I don't want to see that happen at all. There's not. A, there's not an ounce of me that wants to see him doing that. I think Finn is a main event level guy, and if he doesn't start getting that treatment um, or a massive heel turn, a la the club, um, I don't know. Then maybe he just goes to AEW and can shine over there. He he's shining right now in WWE. I don't know the guys that say that he's not. I would disagree with because he is so over with the fans. He's moving merchandise like crazy. I'm sure he's making a ton of money. 
Um, I just, man, he needs to be champion. And not just intercontinental champion. I'm talking about the champion. He's too good. And he's too good of a babyface right now to not. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. And I don't know if it makes sense to have Bobby Lashley win the championship and then just lose it right now. Um, And I like the Bobby Lashley-Leo Rush thing. I think they're a good heel team. Uh, So I'm, I'm actually, you know, I don't know. I love to see Finn get gold. I hope he loses, and I hope he somehow he finds his way into the universal title picture again very soon. Uh, Ronda versus Ruby Riot. Oh man, the Riot Squad. Uh, I hope Ronda loses. I hope everything gets turned around because the 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 story that's happening right now leading to WrestleMania is too. This is what should happen. So any other outcome would be stupid. Um, I'm hoping we get surprised because if there's one thing I hate more than lazy booking, it's predictable booking. And Ronda Rousey beating Ruby Riot just doesn't sound fun. It doesn't. Maybe Becky gets involved somehow. It'd be cool if Becky cost Ronda the championship. I'd be down with that. Ruby Riot is too good to be to be a jobber for anybody, even Ronda Rousey. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um Yeah. I here's here's what I would do. It, it, in a weird scenario. Follow me here. This is a little weird. Becky costs Ronda the championship against Ruby Riot. Somehow manages to get a triple threat in a rematch against Ruby Riot, Ronda and Becky at Fastlane. <clears throat> Becky wins the championship at Fastlane and then has to uh, then beat Charlotte and Ronda in the first ever women's main event of WrestleMania three-way. <clears throat> I think that would be cool. With Becky retaining and, and Ronda eating the pen. It's not going to happen. But, <laughs> man, it'd be neat. To me, that'd be neat. It's a better story than just the Ronda's going to beat Ruby, period. Ronda's going to beat whoever she messes with at Fastlane, period. And then Ronda... I, I, I don't think Ronda's walking out WrestleMania as champ. Whether she gets pinned or not, um, that's up in the air. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Buddy, Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa. Boy, I'm not excited about any of these first four matches. Um, I felt like we've seen this already. And I don't know why Drew Gulak isn't isn't getting this championship, other than his doing some stuff on 205 Live right now. I don't know why Hideo Tommy is not cruiserweight champ, other than he's done with the WWE. I don't know why we're seeing Buddy Murphy versus Akira Tozawa again. Uh, when they've got a lot of talent at 205 Live. Um... You know, it's going to be a great match. Uh, it's going to—I'm sure it's going to feel familiar, and I'm sure Buddy Murphy's probably going to walk away as champ. And still, Buddy Murphy for the win. So let's talk about this one—the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE Championship. I didn't care about this match at all until Tuesday. I had no. Um, let me just say that Daniel Bryan's great. AJ Styles is great. Jeff Hardy is great. Randy Orton, not so good. Samoa Joe, incredible. Mustafa Ali was good. 
Mustafa Ali gets hurt. Kofi Kingston steps in and proceeds to wrestle his butt off on SmackDown for over an hour. Pins Daniel Bryan clean. Pins Jeff Hardy. Pins Samoa Joe. Ends up losing to AJ Styles after AJ, uh, in the moment of the night to me, AJ saying, Kofi, it's done. You proved your point. You can sit this. You're too hurt to fight me. You know, and then Kofi's just snapping, saying he's been here for 11 years. He's been doing this too long, and he needs to fight him uh, because nobody deserves that championship more than Kofi in Kofi's eyes. Uh, and I bought every single second of it, man. I believed in Kofi Kingston. I believed that what he was saying was what he honestly felt. And um, I think it was just so incredibly powerful for me um, to hear that. And it was awesome. It was really, really awesome. Uh, AJ ends up beating Kofi after another hard-fought match. I think they go for another 12, 13 minutes, something like that. And um, uh, rolls him up with a calf crusher, taps him out. The rest of the New Day runs down to the ring, carries Kofi back. He goes out on his shield like a true warrior after beating the world champion. One of the greatest in-ring competitors in Samoa Joe. Jeff Hardy, an absolute legend as well. Uh, I mean, just three incredible wins in a row in a gauntlet match. Of course, Randy Orton comes out at the end, kind of spoils everybody's fun by RKOing AJ while AJ is waiting for Randy to come down. One of those out-of-nowhere things, which I am so sick of, but it was neat. Um, the only thing that makes it not neat is that it was totally predictable when Randy didn't show up on the Titan uh, on, on the stage when his music hit. You know, and you're waiting 20 seconds. Um, we did get the cool visual of seeing the New Day lead Kofi backstage, but uh, I mean, you knew you knew when Randy wasn't on this on the ramp that he was um, that he was going to hit AJ with the RKO. So that part was a little bit of a downer. But the story leading up to this is Kofi Kingston. I think I think it, his he is going to um, outshine everybody else in this match. Um, It's it's I don't know if he wins if he walks away as champ on on Sunday, which I don't think there's supposed to be any title changing hands is what I read, uh, but who knows? I mean stuff gets changed all the time. I don't think it's going to hurt Daniel Bryan at all to not be champion, um, especially if that means Kofi becomes the first black WWE champion um, outside of The Rock. Uh, it's just it, that that title has need. Uh, needed somebody um, like Kofi. Is that is that the right thing to say? No, that's not the right thing to say because that ta- that championship has had some pretty damn good champions recently. AJ Styles has been incredible. Daniel Bryan's been incredible. Um, so uh, work rate wise, um, maybe not. But Kofi has something special in the New Day, and I've really wanted a singles run from them. As a faction. A singles and a championship run. I don't know why they were treated like a tag team when they were a faction. Um, it's, you know, that's that's whatever. But Kofi, he's been doing this a long time. And I can think of fewer guys. A few guys. Maybe not, not even a few. That deserve that championship more than Kofi. And he's just been... His promo he hit before the Royal Rumble was incredible. Uh, every promo that New Day's had has been amazing. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm super stoked. I want Kofi to walk out so bad. It probably isn't going to happen. Um, but man, it'd be sweet if it did. So that's my official pick. Kofi Kingston to win the Elimination Chamber and win the WWE Championship.
The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos. Uh, I love The Usos promo against Shane and Miz. Um, I love Miz's comebacks. I love Shane's comebacks. It was a great segment. Made me really believe in the story that they're telling here. And, uh, you know, my buddy Andy on the show last time we were talking about Royal Rumble um, hates the fact that they are tag team champs. Um, I think this is good for that division. I think having Shane McMahon involved in that division is going to make it a little bit more important. Um, make it feel more important. Um, that being said, I think the Usos. I think the Usos lose here uh, because we still. I think we need to see somebody else come in. I think this is a great way to get Sanity involved back in the, in the tag team picture. Um, if you have McMahon and Miz and everything's great, what happens when a little chaos comes around? How do they handle that? How do they handle Killian Dane throwing his body against Shane McMahon off of something crazy? I don't know. Who knows? That uh, could be a lot of fun seeing Eric Young torment the Miz for a while. Uh, the biggest match of the night. The first ever inaugural WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. We have Nia Jackson, Tamina, Wright Squad, Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan there. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, the Iconics, Billy, uh, excuse me, Bailey and Sasha, and then Naomi and Carmella. Anytime something's done for the first, it's it's special, right? I mean, the, the first Hell in a Cell match, the first uh, the first cage match, the first uh, Iron Man match, the first... Everything has been really cool. The first Royal Rumble. Um, the fact that we now have a true women's tag team division um, is going to be awesome. The fact that there's only one is even more awesome. It feels special. That's the problem right now with, with the WWE is that both shows are treated the same. They have their own champions. They have whatever. They have their own divisions. And it shouldn't be that way. I mean, it really shouldn't. You should have one world champion. The U.S. title, sure. The Intercontinental title, sure. Um, but they shouldn't just be relegated to one show or the other, I don't think. Uh, you shouldn't have brand-specific tag team champions. Um, I don't think you should have two uh, different women's champions. I don't. I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, having the one tag team division for all the women to compete under sounds incredible. And it sounds like they have more than enough women talent right now to make that truly remarkable. And you're seeing it here in the match a little bit. Uh, Nia Jackson, Tamina. Man, I wish all the best for Tamina, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. She does nothing for me in ring. Uh, the promo that they had, Nia walked all over her in their promo together. And it was frustrating to listen. Tamina couldn't talk without Nia interrupting her. I mean, get on the same page. Work your beats out before that camera starts rolling. Good grief. Right Squad, I hate the fact that they have lost every match I've seen them compete in. Uh, I hate the fact that a faction is treated the way that the Riot Squad are treated. Um... That being said, I don't think they're going to walk away as champs. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, I think, are a good tag team. I think their real-life friendship makes that work. Um, that being said, I think they're both better suited as single competitors than a, than a team. But who knows? Iconics. Um, the Iconics or Bailey and Sasha are my picks here. I want to go for the Iconics because, again, I think Bailey and Sasha 
where they may be the biggest um, uh, fangirls in WWE. Is that fair? Is that fair to say? I don't know anybody who loves wrestling more than Bailey and Sasha. Just based on all the interviews I saw from NXT and everything, nobody has exuded that much passion about what they do that I've seen. I mean, I'm talking about collectively now. I mean, it's just, it's cool to see that. And if for them to be the first tag team champs would be really cool. Um, but they were kind of thrown together for this, right? They weren't a tag team before they started working this division up. Um, which you can't, you can't say that about a lot of people besides the Riot Squad and Iconics, right? And I guess Mandy, Andy Rose, and Sonya Deville, who were part of Absolution with Paige, they were a tag team in that in that stable. Uh, Naomi and Carmella also there again. I think it goes down to the Iconics winning, um, or Bailey and Sasha. Um, I would think it would be perfectly iconic for the Iconics to win. I think it'd be awesome if they won. Um, it'd be awesome if Bailey and Sasha won as well. So I think either way, those that would be a good outcome. Um, yeah, I mean it's going to be a great match. Tag team el- elimination chamber matches are always fun just because there's so many bodies in there. Um, both the chamber matches uh, on Sunday are going to be incredible, just incredible. But that's it. That's the whole card. That's the whole shebang, as they say. And that's it for the show as well. What do you think? What do you think about Keyforge? What do you think about Age of Ascension? And what do you think about the WWE uh, and Elimination Chamber coming up? Did I pick anything you absolutely disagree with? Hit me up on Twitter. Let's, let me know at Let's Level Up. Comment. Talk to me. Somebody please talk to me. I'm so lonely. <laughs> As always, y'all, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for listening. And until next time, game on.